Hello and welcome to another episode of VMware Cloud on AWS Unplugged Podcast. My name is Bill Roth. I'm your host. Today, we're going to be talking about VMware Cloud on AWS availability. With us are two experts on the topic, Glenn Sizemore, Product Line Manager for VMware Cloud, and my esteemed colleague, Eric Gray, Principal Technical Marketing Architect. Glenn and Eric, welcome. Hey, Bill. Great to be here. Hey, Bill. Nice to join you. Hey, so Glenn, I thought the cloud was supposed to be highly available in the first place. Uh, like that you just magically put it up on the cloud and it runs forever, no outages. What, what capabilities does VMC have that, that we should know about that, that sort of makes this happen? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, the, the, the problem with cloud is we've kind of overused that term to the point of it being almost meaningless. And uh, particularly when we're talking about availability, we actually have to take a step back and level set what it is we're talking about. A lot of times when people talk about cloud apps or cloud native applications, they're talking about more modern architectures, you know, brand new service side stuff. Uh, often these days it's, it's Kubernetes led, it's containers, it's idempotent and desired state. And those types of systems can, they're just self-repairing. So if something were to fail, the application stack itself just fights through the problem and it'll bring the application back up without any kind of human intervention. But, you know, when we take a look at the majority of what customers actually have today, that's not what they look like, right? It's, it's traditional infrastructure, uh, particularly virtual machines. You know, they're used to running on this mythical, you know, five, nine, six, nine data center grade infrastructure where the infrastructure itself is resilient and, and it's the infrastructure that's, that's managing those failures. So when you, when you talk about bringing uh, one of those traditional applications into a native cloud environment, often what you're really talking about is re-architecting or re-implementing or re-platforming, right? The seven R's from Amazon. You got to take your existing workload and do something to it so that it can survive in this environment. And what we've done with VMware Cloud is brought in the vSphere architecture and that magic sauce layer and, and, and laid it on top of this public infrastructure so that we can provide that traditional experience on this public environment. So you don't have to replatform, you don't have to go through and do any kind of re-architecting. You just take your existing workloads, migrate them as is for the most part with some exceptions. And from there on out, we just manage the failures for you. Excellent. Also, you get two gold stars for using the word idempotent in a sentence. <laughs> uh, transitioning over to Eric. Eric, how does uh, availability work with VMware Cloud? Tell me what kind of, the, does it place a management burden on uh, the user? Say a little bit more about that. Yeah, VMware Cloud on AWS is, is a huge benefit to our customers because, first of all, it's a service. It's a jointly engineered service that is run by VMware and co-engineered with Amazon Web Services. And this really puts our customers out of the business of managing infrastructure. Leave it up to VMware through automated processes, through you know, highly skilled site reliability engineers. Let VMware manage the infrastructure. The customers can focus on their business applications. And when it comes to availability, it's all part of that infrastructure. It's just like Glenn was saying, it's, it's the tried and proven vSphere that our customers are used to, all those availability features that 
keep their applications running so they don't have to re-architect it to run in this new way at, on a, through infrastructure as a service through, through VMware Cloud on AWS. Uh, we take care of it. And we also take care of a lot more than just providing some infrastructure. You know, we also manage the life cycle of that entire software-defined data center stack. So this means you really have at your disposal this trained team that focuses on monitoring for security vulnerabilities, making sure that bug fixes get rolled out in a timely fashion, doing the upgrades uh, with zero downtime, thanks to our uh, mature technologies like DRS that can move your workloads from physical machine from one to another without any downtime. So you're getting all that. So that's just another form of availability. We're making sure that you're not subject to any security problems, any you know, bugs that, that might pop up unexpectedly. It's all offered to you as a service. So just focus on running your business, not the infrastructure. Excellent. So um, I think those are uh, I think those are great points. I'm going to log roll just briefly. There is a report from IDC that actually shows that we had ten of we had them do in depth in, interviews with ten different customers and showed that their unplanned downtime, uh, just for one metric across all the management uh, metrics that Eric was talking about, lowers unplanned downtime by eighty three percent. So uh, I think that that's. Um, that and the ability to essentially do updates and upgrades for you is a great, uh, great feature. So I'll go back to Glenn. Um, now, you know, there's all these infrastructure failures that, that sadly we've become too aware of recently. For example, for whatever reason, there was some sort of Azure AD outage, which caused Teams to be hard to work. And then there was an Amazon Kinesis issue, which... Um, you know, caused my favorite mobile game, Star Trek Fleet Command, to be unusable. So, so much can go wrong. Talk about how VMware can address these things. And we'll start with Glenn. Yeah, certainly. I, I think Eric and I can just kind of tag team through this and, and hopefully educate uh, any listeners on, on how this works. Uh, before, before we dive into that, though, I just really want to highlight and underscore what, what Eric was saying about keeping the software up to date and making sure that that everything is just where it needs to be from, from a platform perspective. It's really hard to understate how much time on-premises teams spend just going through the patch process and keeping everything updated. And the fact that that's just fully automated and orchestrated by SRE operations inside VMware Cloud, that's all work you don't have to do. And by not doing it, it means that you have this time to do the work that you're actually supposed to do, right? So now, so with that out of the way, let's let's actually kind of walk through this, uh, Eric. Let's just kind of we'll walk through the stack, right? Uh, let's yeah, say a yeah. disk fails in a host. How does the platform respond? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's let's start with the smallest thing that that maybe can can cause a customer some grief. You know, an individual storage, uh, virtual storage, uh, that's residing on one of these storage device, physical storage devices, on a host. So for that, we have uh, storage policy based management. We can actually uh, let a customer decide how critical a given chunk of storage is to their business. And then they can decide how many failures they want to tolerate, which means how many copies of that data should be replicated throughout that cluster or even perhaps to another uh, availability zone. 
so that they can really make sure they have it. Because not all data needs to be replicated four or eight times, you know, there's, there could be development systems that can be easily replaced, or there could be data that's, that's easily regenerated and doesn't really need to be uh, copied so many times. So we have that policy-based management to make sure that the right level of availability is offered to that uh, virtual storage. So uh, this so fails, workload stays up, no impact. Exactly, exactly. Okay, what about and, the host? Uh, what if the whole host died? Just out of nowhere, purple screen, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, we'd like to think that doesn't happen, but you know, we live in the world where physical components can wear out. Um, they take electricity if there's some kind of a power outage, if you know something crashes on the hypervisor, hypervisor level. Any of those things can happen, and they do happen from time to time. And for that, you know, we, we really have that proven VMware HA feature of just like we do on-prem, host fails right away. VMware HA springs into action to restart those running virtual machines on one of the surviving hosts in the cluster. And the great thing about being in the cloud and having this having access to a vast uh, amount of uh, replacement machine, machines right away, that failed host can be taken out of the cluster. A new host can be brought in. All that replicated data that we were just talking about can be pushed over to that replacement host and it, and it can join the cluster and be ready to participate. So it's, it's almost like nothing happened. It may be a little bit of you know, uh, outage detected depending on how redundant the virtual machines are for that particular application. But uh, we take care of all that and don't even skip a beat. All right, so if a host fails, we might have some VMs restart, but the host is rapidly gonna be replaced, no op from the user perspective. What about a rack failure? We like to pretend that clouds are just big amorphous blobs, but, but if you actually work with these things, they're still computers, they're, they're still servers, they're in traditional data center rows. What happens if a whole rack were to pop? Yeah. And that's a really good point. I'm not even sure a lot of people think about that uh, necessarily, but racks, other than being a, this metal physical thing that you screw your servers into, it has a bunch of technology in it, like uh, multiple power circuits, probably have some top of rack switches for connectivity within the cluster and then out to the rest of the world. And if one of those things fail, you, you have a problem. And the real problem is if you have multiple hosts, one cluster in the same rack, and there's an, a rack level failure that causes them to all fail simultaneously, now you have a broken cluster because you just can't afford to lose multiple hosts from a cluster at the same time. Uh, well, depending on how, how things are set up. And so in order to do that, uh, we actually have something, we're, we're able to take advantage of this low level construct that's uh, offered by Amazon, it's an AWS, feature, it's called a partition placement group. And when you deploy your cluster with VMware Cloud on AWS, we actually use this feature. This all happens transparently to the customer, but we use these partition placement groups to make sure that no two hosts will be placed in the same rack. So you can have up to 16 hosts in a cluster with VMware Cloud on AWS. And so if you, let's say you have four or eight hosts, you spin the cluster up, all those hosts are gonna go in different racks. That way, you know, one rack failure is really not gonna affect your cluster. It's not gonna break anything. You're not gonna lose quorum. You're not gonna to have to go in and 
you know, restore things from backup or anything drastic like that. That's just a really nice, elegant way to ensure that a rack failure doesn't hurt your uptime. So basically, there's no difference between a rack failing and an individual host failing for a VMware Cloud customer. Fantastic. All right. So what about the big boy? What if Amazon were to just lose an availability zone? Oh, yeah. Availability zone is essentially a data center. And so, you know, a lot of our customers have their own data centers or they lease space in a data center, which actually reminds me, it wasn't that long ago. I think it's even this month. Uh, there was a major... Uh, provider, infrastructure provider over in France, they actually had a fire in their data center and it affected millions of websites. So even though this doesn't happen very often and many safeguards are in place to prevent an availability zone from having an outage or, or some kind of disaster, it could happen. And so Amazon best practices is always to make sure you're using multiple availability zones. If you're just getting started with Amazon Web Services, uh, you, you'll discover this is one of the things they really want you to do, is put things in multiple availability zones. And with VMware Cloud on AWS, we make that very easy. In fact, it's, it's just a matter of clicking a, checking a box when you're deploying a cluster or you're, when you're deploying your software-defined data center with VMware Cloud on AWS, you can choose a stretched cluster. This allows you to spread your cluster across two different availability zones with a witness in a third availability zone. And so that way, if there is a problem with one of them, your VMs will be restarted in the surviving AZ and you'll be able to keep on going. And this is, this is just a really great way that makes it uh, easy to get that business critical uh, availability level uh, without, without a lot of extra effort. That's some great information. It actually kind of rises to the forefront for those of us who live out in the Bay Area. I personally live between two faults, the San Andreas and the Hayward, and they've been telling us for 30 years that the big one's on its way. So that's, um, I think, some key, uh, I think there's some key information on how we can respond to disasters. But I think you have a little bit more, Glenn, I think you've got a little bit more flexibility as it relates to disasters. Do you want to talk about disaster recovery and, and kind of the different, different ways we should think about it? Yeah, certainly. Um, the, the, the first thing to, to really understand, though, is, is that, you know, VMware Cloud is a managed service running on top of the world's largest public cloud infrastructure, right? Uh, AWS has just as many engineers and resources watching over these environments as VMware does, if not more. Uh, and, and to date, we've never seen an AZ disappear forever. So there's never been a failure that they weren't able to recover from. And in the case of all of our cloud environments, if you were deployed in a single availability zone, uh, you're, you're not necessarily gone, right? If, if Amazon is able to get the AZ back, then VMware operations will be able to go back in and bring those environments back up. Um, so, so your data is safe as long as there hasn't been a fire flood or earthquake or something like that. But if you want to protect from even the worst case scenario, right, something that's never actually happened, a regional failure, right, let's say, you know, US West 1 just disappears because it's now in the middle of the Pacific, um, how do we protect from that? And, and within the service, there's really three ways that we can help customers mitigate this. 
Uh, the first is, is through a rich portfolio of just backup and recovery partners. Uh, there's a whole slew of, of third-party vendors that we support who will, will let you come in and back up your virtual machines, in many cases, throwing them out into S3 buckets or some other cloud-attached data storage, which can easily be replicated between regions, giving you that resiliency. Um, but your recover times in that scenario, they're a little bit higher. You'd have to spin up a new SDDC uh, and then manually go in and start doing your restores. So it's, it's kind of administratively heavy, but nevertheless, you can protect yourself from that, that, that worst case scenario. If you'd like something a little more orchestrated with, with uh, a tighter response time, we have VMware Site Recovery, which is where we take that, that our old friend SRM uh, and we package it as a managed service. So VMware Site Recovery, it's the same product that you know and love, um, but, but it's fully managed by the actual SRM team. Um, so in that scenario, we can either go from your on-premises environment to a VMware Cloud data center, or we can even go in between SDDCs within VMware Cloud. So you could have one SDDC and US West One and another one over in London. And that way, giving yourself regional availability and the ability to near instantaneously fail over those workloads, power them up, go back and forth by directionality, uh, fully managed. And then recently, uh, through a, a, a powerful acquisition that we made with the, the Datrium product line, we've extended this portfolio with VMware Cloud Disaster Recovery, which uh, is, is a hybrid product. Uh, it, it's similar to those backup and recovery solutions where uh, we can either take an existing data center on-premises or again within VMC directly, uh, and we can incrementally store the data as it's written, shipping copies off, to the cloud, right? To, to, to keep safe in, in these multi-region deployments. And then in the event of a failure, uh, we can either, if you already have an SDDC powered on, we can do a disaster recovery failover where we'll mount that data. It actually comes in over an NFS data store. Uh, and then we can just instantly power those VMs on. So it's, it's instant recovery. We're not actually going through and, and doing a painful restore process. Uh, the, the VMs just power right back on, and then we can SV motion them onto the vSAN data store for long-term storage. Or if you'd like, you can do this without any SDDC. You can just take your data and shove it up into the cloud as, as a just-in-case copy. And if the worst day were to occur and you were to lose that data center, you could then on-demand power on and build that SDDC. So build that VMC cluster from scratch, right? Directly inside VMware Cloud and then go through that restore process. So a lot of options, right? A lot of different Legos, as I like to say. Uh, and, and customers really do have the flexibility to, to pick and choose and build a solution that's right for them and their business. And one more point on that, Glenn. Um, in addition to the regional failures, something like uh, VMware Cloud Disaster Recovery can also protect against something that might be more likely to happen than a total regional failure, which is uh, ransomware. You see that in the news all the time now. And so being able to go back to that point in time uh, before the attack is really valuable. It's a great use case for these uh, disaster recovery offerings. Excellent. Uh pitch for that. We did, we have done uh, a couple of shows on VMware, on VCDR, VMware Cloud Disaster Recovery. So uh, I'm sure that uh, Mark Twang and the team appreciate a little bit of log rolling on that topic. Um, Eric, so VMware's handling a lot of stuff. We know, so it looks like we're handling regional disasters. We're handling individual component disasters, as you pointed out, storage and hosts and racks and, and data centers. What's left for the customer to do? Yeah, the customer, it's, it's great news. 
what's left for the customer to do is focus on their business application. And what they do is they, what they have to do is decide how much infrastructure they need for their business. And then they are responsible for deploying that software defined data center and then a cluster of hosts. And for some of our larger customers, they have multiple SDDCs, multiple clusters. And that's the kind of thing that our, our, our VI admin can transition over to is managing the capacity, uh, deploying as needed. And the great thing about this being a service is you don't have to over-provision your resources like you might have to on-premises. You know, um, oh, I'm going to set up a new cluster for this new line of business. And perhaps eh, I want to have a few extra hosts just for some padding for the next uh, foreseeable uh, couple quarters. We don't have to do that anymore. You can add a new host within an hour. And you can even use a feature that's built into the service called Elastic DRS. We can automatically add hosts to your cluster as needed. So you you know the, the administrators can tune these things. We have a bunch of knobs that can decide how aggressively you want to add and remove these extra hosts. But uh, you know that's the kind of thing that the customers can work on now, and not all of the heavy lifting of cabling up and racking and stacking and uh, setting up the communications between those different sites and making sure the data is replicated. Let VMware take care of that. VMware knows how to do it really well. Subscribe to all that as a service. Focus on your business application. Excellent. Um, so finally, Eric, how can listeners get more info on all of these great availability topics? Where should they go? We, yeah, we just scratched the surface right here, but uh, you know, we have a couple different really good resources. We've got a white paper that really goes into detail on all these things that Glenn and I have been talking about. And uh, we have a nice little infographic that summarizes these, these key areas. Might be good if, you know, if you're a VMware partner and you wanna have some discussions with your own customers about uh, what you can help them with as far as making their applications moving them to the cloud and making sure they have availability and resiliency. So we've got, we've got those resources. I would say, check it out. We also have tech zone, VMware cloud tech zone, got a little um, collection of, of these resources I just mentioned over there. And the way you get that is um, go to via.vmware.com slash availability. And that'll take you right there. You can get that white paper infographic, uh, a few other things. I think we have a presentation up there. You can watch that goes into more detail on all these availability topics. Great, thanks very much. And we've got some uh, other of the assets that you mentioned and we will put them in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, check out the show notes and you can see not only via.vmware.com slash availability, but also the work on TechZone and actually uh, a solid blog on the virtual blocks site. So this has been another episode of VMware Cloud on AWS Unplugged. Today's guests were Glenn Sizemore, Product Line Manager with VMware Cloud, and Eric Gray, Principal Technical Marketing Architect, discussing availability. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks a lot, Bill. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure Thanks, to have Bill. you. Pleasure to have you both. Um, our executive producer is Mr. Ivan Openchuk. Uh, our uh, operational producer is Sonali Desai. And so for the whole team, this is uh, Bill Roth 
saying stay tuned for the next episode of VMware Cloud on AWS Unplugged. <laughs>